the podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies. I'm Captain Brandon. I'm Zach Man. And I'm Super Mitchell. And tonight we're suiting up and asking, are heroes still super? Zach? Yeah. You want to give us the synopsis for the episode, please? (laughs) I would love nothing more, Brandon. After the success of Avengers Endgame, Marvel fans wondered what would be next. After Joker, DC fans were afraid to see what would happen next. Are we living in the next? Well, before making a full return to theaters, Marvel joined the streaming game. What did we think about their ensemble of shows that they've released over the past couple years? Eh, big yawn. I feel like, eh, they're all right. I loved the idea. Like, when they were announcing all these shows, I was like, ooh, cool. I think I only finished WandaVision. All the other ones I got, like, maybe, like, three episodes in. And meant to keep watching, and then just like, I don't know, anything else was going on. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it that, and I, I've been thinking about this a lot in preparation for the episode. I've never really enjoyed watching the Marvel movies at home. You know, like I love seeing them in the theater and I have such a good time. And I would say 90% of the time when I get them home and am watching them in my living room, I'm like, oh, this, this wasn't as good as I remember. And there's not really the desire to like for me to watch them. So mm-hmm. I think the shows being like on an even smaller scale and even more like, I don't know, like extended lore. Uh, there's just something about it that didn't click for me. I know a lot of people love them, but I, don't I think know. they yeah. I think they translated to the small screen, the, the the shows. Oh, sure. Yeah, they did a good job of adapting. Yeah, yeah there were some good things about them, but I would say they were very middle ground for marvel and i think you're you're the guy with the show podcast so you're you're the expert i really liked wandavision i thought that was um inventive i liked the changing format from episode to episode i I thought all the nods and easter eggs were not annoying like sometimes call outs to me can be just so bending over backwards for fans but i i I liked that i really liked loki i thought loki was actually i need to finish loki i've not even started that one but i've heard it's great okay well that's a I will absolutely watch it now. Yeah. Uh, I watched Hawkeye and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was um, loving Hawkeye, and that, but I think it was like during Christmas, and I was busy watching like Home Alone and a bunch of other stuff and didn't have time for, <laughs> for this show. I was also really liking Hawkeye. For a yeah, I bit, liked it. I, kind of I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Um, I finished it. I feel like the Falcon and Winter Soldier, if you, you know, showed me the lineup and said, which one do you think you like the most? I think that's the one that I would have picked. Just because it it seems more like the movies that I li- ended up liking the most from the um, different phases, but um, I don't know. It was probably the most uninventive of the the lineup. Probably I don't know. Well, neither Mackie nor Stan have yes. the charisma that yes. um, you know Chris Evans does, and you know uh, that's it, a good having point. just recently watched Sebastian Stan and like Pam and Tommy, he's very good. When he's yeah. playing a B character or someone who's kind of unlikable, like those are his strong suits, I think. So on, it's kind of hard. Like, I think that was the hardest thing for me about that show is I couldn't really latch on to any of the characters because I don't know. They all were they didn't feel like fully formed in a weird way. And that was even a show where I thought like, well, maybe I'll watch this with my dad and he'll be into it. 
And like we watched three episodes. I was like, Dad, do you, do you like this show? And he's like, Yeah, not really. So, mm. and he mm. watched all of Book of Boba Fett too. So Steinfeld, Haley Steinfeld, and Jeremy Renner were yeah uh, a much yeah. stronger duo. Yes, mm-hmm. I felt like I need to finish that show. Yeah, that's one where I'm like, I do genuinely want to, like, yeah, get back to that one. Well, we're I know we're going to talk about Spider Man, and we're going to talk about Doctor Strange, and all he's getting up to in the multiverse. <laughs> I feel like a good primer for this multiverse stuff. Actually, the two shows that I kind of latched onto: WandaVision, but especially Loki. Loki sets up the okay the 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 multiverse why it's going to be so threatening and why I'm, gonna, it's I'm getting deal. the hard sell. Right yeah, now. it's actually the end of it is really good. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm. There's a little King the Conqueror action, maybe. And cool. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. So, I started it. I don't know why. I think I started it at the wrong time, but I fizzled pretty quick. Yeah. But So I'm definitely going to revisit that. You guys have kind of talked about which one is the best. You've given your opinions there. What What do you think maybe the the future is with Disney Plus and like new Marvel content, especially since theaters are back? Do you think we're going to see a bunch more? You know, from them or these limited series was it just to get us through some of the pandemic uh, kind of stuff and the yeah, the tail end of the COVID stuff. What do you think? I don't think so, because I think a lot of that was slated prior to the pandemic. Right? Okay. Like yeah. They were kind of rolling that out. I think it's going to depend a lot on how it performs. And, you know, I don't mean like critically. I mean, like if people are tuning in and watching, people like are Zach watching said, it. If Zach's dad is watching Book of Boba Fett, he's watching yeah. Book of Boba Fett, you know? I think it would be a smart move for Disney to continue if they want to keep doing Marvel stuff to keep using Disney Plus because like a lot of the content we're going to get into now is going to be more niche and avant-garde yeah. like you know I don't know if you're going to be able to get a big movie audience turnout for this weird multiverse story but you could do that on TV and I think unfortunately like the stories I want to see that or that I think might be suited better for like a tv series are the ones that just aren't possible like i thought right away you know well ant-man would be a really cool like disney plus series because it would be you know kind of light and and maybe more fun and less like involved with all the other marvel stuff but it's like i don't know how you could get paul rudd to you can't like sit for eight episodes on a disney plus show and then i mean after like let's not skate around it after endgame we really only want to go see these Marvel movies if it's like the highest possible stakes or if they're presented that way. And some of these characters just aren't going to be able to, you know, tell stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. But gosh, I mean, I would love for him to go that way. Honestly. I mean, give me a, a Wakanda TV show. Like I'd I'd love that, you know, like just Mm -hmm. dive into the world. I watched um, today a little bit um, one of the Batman animated movies, um, The Long Halloween. And there's so many WB, I forget, like movies, animated movies. And I thought to myself, yeah, Marvel could do that if they want. They could, whether it's Mm -hmm. animated or not, just release stuff to Disney Plus, you know? Do you guys watch the what ifs at all? I watched like one of them and could not get into it. Okay, there was, uh, I know I, there was a couple that I had gotten some pretty strong recommendations for, a couple of the episodes, but yeah, that just I, made me think of that. I watched the first one and I was like, oh, okay, like. I it, heard it's to, pretty good. I just Yeah, that's, so did, so did I. There it's was a couple at least. It's just not my favorite type of story. Like, even when I was, like, younger and you would, like, there were what if comic books and things like that. That's never what I, you know, shifted towards. And I don't want to sound, you know, 
I don't know what the word is, but like, it's got to be this way. But it's like, hey, I've already I like the story I got. I'm not super interested in like, what if this one thing was different? And I get that a lot of people are into that. Just for me, that's never been like the flavor that I go in for. Yeah, I'd say for me, a lot of the comic stories that I am drawn to are like Flashpoint and stuff like that. Where it is like, oh, what if everything went crazy? Injustice. Right you now, I love that kind of stuff. DC has the chokehold on all on this that animated. kind of stuff. For Goodness sure. gracious, yeah. I feel like DC has maybe more like richer characters. Where I, I feel like, especially on the TV show, all, a lot of the Marvel leads kind of run together for me. Whereas, like Batman and Superman, two totally different guys. Where if you like change something about them, it's going to be a fundamentally different storyline. So I think that might just be, mm. you know, a Marvel versus. DC thing. Yeah, like there's like Superman Red Sun where it's like what if you were Russian, <laughs> right? Like yeah, you can't do yeah. that for like Spider-Man. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So 2021 saw superheroes on the big screen again. DC had the Suicide Squad, a critical success but a commercial failure. Marvel had Eternals and Shang-Chi, which were financially successful, but left audiences underwhelmed. What's going on here, especially kind of in the, you know, that post-Endgame world? What, what did we see a lot of? Yeah, I was shocked that Suicide, the Suicide Squad didn't do better because like when I went and saw it, I had such a good time and I really enjoyed it. But I think this is also on the heels of like the controversy about like, after Justice League Snyder cut, there were a lot of like, we want the air cut. And like, there was kind of a, a, a little bit of camp forming, I think. And maybe the movie wasn't marketed like super well. Also, mm-hmm. it's an R rated like superhero movie, which is already going to have more niche more audience. It. It's like yeah. that. It's very, it's, I, I really enjoyed it as well, mm-hmm. but it's the style is very like juvenile, yeah. you know, over the top. It very much has the energy of a dude who just got fired from a major studio and another studio said, do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that. Like, I like Deadpool, too, but like, it's like kind of like 14 year old boy energy. I'm like, this is fun. Well, it is what it is. Well, Mick, that's interesting. I I guess I would pose the question. But then why does a movie like Deadpool like sweep financially, whereas the Suicide Squad, not so much? Well, I think that the big differentiator is the pandemic. There's also on HBO Max. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. It was released simultaneously on HBO Max, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah. Now, do you think the uh, like Ryan Reynolds has a pull like with their uh, with Deadpool that maybe yeah. Suicide Squad doesn't have like a Ryan Reynolds Ooh. type? Yeah. Yeah. I, def- I mean, cause, definitely. A hundred percent. A John Cena or I don't <laughs> even, <laughs> that yeah. doesn't do it for well, me well do you remember that trailer that they released which was just like the cast with like everyone's like name and people were just kind of like this looks awesome but i think also like the issue was they were trying to tide fans over so that comes out in the summer of 2020 and it's like wait a year and for all these characters <laughs> who you don't and like let's be honest most of the suicide squad those characters you don't like who knows about rat catcher too like no, there's not a big yeah. like was, i'm i'm waiting pretty for niche yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm um, again, I really liked the Suicide Squad, but I I'm thought seeing it was that why it didn't work. I thought it was pretty good. I yeah. thought it was 100% better than the first one. Absolutely. Oh, sure. So Absolutely. if that was the goal, the yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. Whereas like 
plus some of it too, I think it's it's the Marvel DC thing. I mean, just DC just it's had so many stinkers. I don't think there's a lot of trust there, and I think that's it's, why you get mm. huge turnouts for like Eternals and Shang Chi, or like you know we for the most part Marvel hits usually. Sure, you know. Sure. So I think there's a lot of trust there. Plus. Didn't they come out around the holidays? Like, I think Eternals came out around uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, that's right? a good point. So, yeah. you know, it's it's familiar, it's safe, it's there, you know. Why yeah, not? which, gosh, man, Shang-Chi, I really, like, I like the actor. I thought I, I'd really like to see him in something else. But that movie, like, after the first act, it completely, it was, like, it completely lost me. And it was one where when I saw people going, like, this movie's really good. I mean, it's not as good as everything else. I was like, no, it's not just not as good. I think it's like actually like a bad movie. But then Eternals came out and gosh, mm. I felt like I was like a prisoner in, in the theater while I was like, <laughs> hurry up, come on. And I, I mean, I do wonder if that's because post Endgame, Marvel's kind of like trying to figure out, well, what are we going to do on the big screen? And if they're just like throwing dice and seeing what's happening, but I don't know. It just felt like color by numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel. You know, I did like, um, I did like Barry Keegan. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was pretty good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that well, was I, just me. I love Kumail. It's going to be hard for me not to enjoy him in something. Sure. Yeah, but, but it breaks my heart. He had to get cut for a movie so bad. Yeah, like, I mean ripped. Like you had to get like jacked Absolutely. and eat plain <laughs> chicken for two years for that piece of garbage movie. I'm uh, like, oh, sure. buddy. <laughs> yeah, too bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy to think that they were like that. That movie was so like, man. I remember them talking about, hey, Eternals is coming out, and it's got like all these people, and it's got all this, and it's got all that, and they were really like, you know, hyping up their director and everything, and for the movie to just be so like gray and underwhelming it was it really Mm. did like it disappointed me quite a bit yeah i didn't have high hopes for either of them i'm gonna be honest no me neither but and the eternals was an ice cream flavor what flavor of ice cream would it be greek yogurt i was gonna say is it like a bowl of vanilla like vanilla bean or is it like something like vanilla bean are good okay so (laughs) i was gonna say is it just is it just like bland or is it no not bland but just kind of plain or is it just bad like is it maybe like a buttered popcorn flavor I, ice cream. I say pistachio like it's like i like pistachio though I so like I don't, it i'm too. lost i'm lost i, like do I it want too, it but but it's it's yeah, not a lot of appeal like not a lot of people really like pistachio ice cream. Mm. you know what i mean so maybe i'm a little weird <laughs> uh 2021 also saw things like the snyder cut release on hbo max we saw peacemaker um, I've heard that we're getting a penguin spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we think? Is this where, uh, DC should be putting its energy with like eight, like an HBO max, you know, is this w- what they should be doing or uh, what are we doing? What do you think? Maybe. Moving forward. I mean, I liked the things I've seen on, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on HBO max and I was, I enjoyed the simultaneous releases with, you know, for a while. I know it, it hurt them at the theaters and <laughs> they, they maybe wish they hadn't made such a lavish deal with uh, Warner Bros with HBO, but goodness gracious, it was, it was nice for someone like me. Who's, 
you know, home with the kids a lot to just get some new content. Like sure. I was getting new co- content, a couple different places. I know we've had this conversation. It was nice for me. I enjoyed it. I get that. Um, yeah. Maybe it hurt them. Maybe it did, you know, whatever, but I liked the stuff that I saw being released. Well, here's my thing that I, that I'll, I'll say maybe is that I feel like the great movies though, like the really great ones, like still had their day at the box office. Like your dudes, yeah. for instance, like the quality mm-hmm. spoke and there were a lot of people like, no, like go see it on, on the big screen. So I, I think that maybe now movies that are just okay, aren't going to maybe make the same bang that they do at the box office. And, and maybe now that like theaters are kind of, you know, open a little more like uncharted did pretty well. And that's like a pretty mediocre movie. Yeah. Like I think we're maybe moving moving back that way, but I think for a time period, if your movie wasn't like a banger, it like it wasn't gonna do very well. But I mean, thinking about it, I do think maybe DC should think more about you know doing more stuff on streaming, possibly because the the audience seems to really enjoy it. Like even though Suicide Squad didn't do well, and I've not seen the show, <laughs> I know a lot of people. Who are really like wow, Peacemaker is really yeah. like good. So okay, you know, I've seen I think a few that clips that have made me audience. laugh actually, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to like this, but it right. is funny ish. <laughs> right. I want to check it out just to see what's up with it. But I, I and it's interesting because I know the Batman's doing really well, but they even have the simultaneous. But you're going to get this Penguin show also, so I think I'll be curious to see how that shakes out. But I, I think, think that'll do well. That to me is a completely different. That's a different beast than a simultaneous movie release on HBO Max. This yeah. is original content exclusive to HBO Max. I think that's going to do really well. Is it a Colin yeah. Farrell Penguin? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's kind Suppose, of exciting, actually. I yeah, think I so too. Happening. Yeah. I was absolutely fully expecting another movie of something. I don't know. I, I did not see the series release coming. You know that. Yeah. That was a little shocking to me. I think it's a smart move because I think DC hasn't really like narrowed in on what audiences like. Yeah. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, I feel like yeah. they're just hacking away with movies. The TV shows are a little less pressure. Like give it a shot. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I think it frustrates me a little bit because like Marvel kind of taught audiences, like you are going to like this, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to smush all these characters together and you're going to go see it. Mm-hmm. And DC is a little bit, it feels a little bit more like, made by committee focus group tested like a barrage of content and they're just yeah. going to throw spaghetti at the wall. But if that's what they need to do to avoid, you know, six bad justice league movies. Sure. You know? Well, well, I mean, here, let me throw this at the wall and see what sticks. But I think DC is also in like a weird, let the auteur do what they want. Whereas we see well, like they, the Zack Snyder cut happens. They gave Matt Reeves creative control with the Batman. Mm-hmm. James Gunn got like basically a blank check to do what he wanted with suicide squad. And like, in some ways those movies like did well, be it critically or like financially. So I think they're kind of in this spot now where they're like, maybe we just like, and, and again, like Todd Phillips with his Joker, like say what you want. The movie did really well. So I think that they're kind of in this weird space that you know, where Marvel was like kind of picking directors and being like, play in this medium. I think DC is kind of like, just go do what you want with these characters and we'll see what happens, which, you know, I think doesn't lead to a lot of crossover potential, but maybe leads to some better movies. There is was that a the problem though. 
Because like Patty Jenkins got to do what she wanted for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and that was fair. bad. You know, that's Zack Snyder I haven't got to do seen... what he wanted for eight movies, and they were bad. You know, that's... so <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're still figuring that out, but I, it seems yeah. like that's still what they're putting their shoulder into. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, there was a. I was going to say I don't know who the big wig is, is over at DC and Warner Brothers and whatnot, but there was some not an announcement, but there was an article written, and he said they are going to start focusing more on um, movie creator driven, you know, series as opposed to like doing a DC EU and making sure everything feels the same and fits together mm-hmm. perfectly. They're going to like let these directors kind of run with, you know. Uh, a trilogy or whatever, like a series of movies, mm. because which I think I, is probably smart. I think we were getting a lot of that. I think Zack Snyder maybe was spread a little thin across all the things that he was doing mm. uh, with some of those early decent, you know, the man of steel and some of the early stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This might be the, the right direction, especially well, if the Mitch, Batman does really Mitch well. Makes a good point with the wonder woman, which I haven't seen, but, uh, I, but I think the thing, I think the thing is, is like me personally, and, and we'll probably talk about this. I would rather, wait, wait, wait. I want to hear what he said there. What did you, what did you say? Pedro Pascal though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that is I, Pedro Pascal, right? Yes. Now yes, it is. You, yes, you, it you is. Never, yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Personally, I would rather get three movies that are similar to this most recent, the Batman that we just got. Then get three movies that are like, yeah, that was pretty good, I guess. And then one pretty awesome Justice League movie. And that's just me personally. I know that maybe the masses don't feel that way. But, you know, I think it's DC is just going to have to like sit down and decide what do we want to do. And based on that, that comment you just shared, Brandon, I think that, you know, maybe that's maybe that's the right choice. But at the same time, like not every filmmaker is like, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of the Nolan formula, right? He takes it, he runs with it for, you know, scores a touchdown, and then we get something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I'm thinking of, like, James Wan did Aquaman. Aquaman was bad. You know, like, yeah. we've yeah. given directors free reign. I don't think that is the only problem. You sure. know, it's part sure. of the problem, maybe. It's more of a problem for Marvel. I mean, even for, um, I th- who did Eternals? Um. Chloe Zhao, I think is how you say and her I name. And I think she I'm, did a wrong. really good, she's like a great filmmaker, right? But yeah. she expressed, I remember reading that like, my hands were tied by Marvel, right? Sure. It's an issue for them. I don't think yeah. it's been an issue for DC for a while. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the last, the one time it was an issue, and we talked about this like, yeah. you know, last year was Justice League, where they were like, keep it under two hours, and then... Eventually, they brought in Joss Whedon, which, you know. Yeah. And Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. I don't know. Yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> so the two big boys post-Endgame. <laughs> yeah. One belongs to, be to DC, one belongs to Marvel. Of course, I'm talking about Spider-Man No Way Home and the Batman, which is brand spanking new. Yeah. So may- should we take it easy on the spoilers there? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe let's take it easy for a while, but... Anyway, anyway, so let's yeah. let's start with Spider-Man. I mean, breath of fresh air for me. I don't yeah. know what you guys thought. I, I loved it. I think this is the path forward for Marvel post-Endgame. It's... 
I, I mean, I don't know. It just really hit a home run with fans, I think. Okay, yeah. we're approaching spoiler territory. We've got to be able to talk about the movie. Spoilers. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is, yeah. is fair there, game. Yeah. There are posters on the new, like, the posters are new spoilers for that All now. of the casting is on IMDb now. I think it's yeah. fair game. Like, yeah. every, since everything's been announced. If or, you haven't seen it, you didn't want to see it. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. you shouldn't be listening to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we love spoilers I, here. I don't for, know. For me, it was um, it was the first time where I felt like I got to really kind of lock in with Tom Holland as mm. Peter Parker. Mm. And mm-hmm. it, it was one at the end of the movie where I was, I was thinking about the fourth one and I was like, man, I would love it if they just like cut the budget in half and made like a movie where he's not even Spider-Man. It's just him trying to like do his job and, and stuff like that. I was really like more in tone with like Spider-Man too. I was like, now I'd like to see him in like smaller scale, real world, everyday New York. Like I'm on board with, yeah. with him now. And I wanted to see more at the end, which, you know, hasn't been the case with leading up to Endgame. A lot of it was like, and we're closing the chapter on this person. We're closing the book on this person. Spider-Man, I, you know, didn't know what this third one was going to be. But at the end, I was like, gosh, I, I sure would like to see Tom Holland in this role again, because I you know, I really like him now. And the movie is, it's an absolute blast, mm-hmm. but I also think it, it got a lot of pushback for being like nostalgic only, which I don't a hundred percent agree with that. There's a def, it's definitely a factor, but I also think it's a very well-made movie. And I mean, not to ring this bell, but it's kind of the, the thing of you can't get what you want. Cause people were like, man, I hope they bring in all the original villains and Toby and Andrew and then they brought in all the original villains and Toby and Andrew, and people were like, I can't believe that they brought in all this. I was like, okay, people, like, calm, calm down. Yeah, and honestly, there was a lot of chitter-chatter about this leading up to it afterwards, disgruntled, you know, all the different theories. It, mm-hmm. it had so much, so much, so much white noise surrounding it. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it, was a, it was a great movie, and oh, yeah. the, the nostalgic mm-hmm. pieces... I don't know who would have had a, I certainly didn't have a problem with any of that. Mm-hmm. I think it was pretty great. Um, I, I do know. wonder if there's something though. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I wonder yeah. if there's something though, like with the incredibly warm reception, the Batman got and with like, you know, uh, the new Spider-Man, if it's, there's something of like, we want our characters a certain way. Like, cause the praise for the movie Batman is like, this is the most Batman-y. He's the most, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, and this, and I feel like the that's what I'm hearing game. a little bit with Spider-Man of like, he's finally, you know, poor mm-hmm. in New York and, yeah. you know, in the city. Well, and, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That got me excited because yeah. it makes me feel like it's connecting more with that Sony world, which includes the video game, the PlayStation game. So, <laughs> so let's talk about gaming a little bit here, shall we, Zach? But no, yes. I think, I think that, cause you know, it was pretty well um, reported on that. There was a little bit of a tug of war a couple of years ago between Sony and Marvel. And, oh, yeah. you know, there was the back and forth this. And I was like, no, keep him with Marvel. But this actually got me <laughs> a little more excited for like maybe turning him back towards the, so in the Sony direction, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot, of, there's a lot going there, you know, uh, Spider-Man into the, into the spider, there's just a, they got a lot of good Spider-Man content now, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you can, you, you can interweave and connect all those pieces of IP together, yeah. including the game, including the animated stuff. I'm excited. Like if they go that way, I, I think that could be great. Get them kind of 
shifted back. Tom Holland shifted back towards like the Sony stuff. Mm. I think that's what excites me the most about that movie is like a lot of things I just didn't think they would be willing to do. They did. Like they brought in the TV show Netflix Daredevil and stuff like that. So uh, like, oh, yeah. Wow, they, they're really just going in and doing that it. That was cool. I so, yelled actually. But yeah. that was when <laughs> that was when I wasn't sure if we were getting a Toby or if we were getting an Andrew. So when I saw uh <laughs> Charlie Cox, I was like, no. Like I don't know why. It just like <laughs> it was inv- it was involuntary. Yeah. I think that was interesting. I think that was a direct line connected between the Netflix Marvel stuff. And and I, I feel like a lot of people liked some of those Netflix things. You know, and it's been a while since we've gotten any of that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think connecting the universes, though, was helpful. And I I would love to see some more of those characters, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But and, and already, I mean, I've seen people who are just like, so let's talk about characters who weren't on planet when Doctor Strange cast a spell. Nick Fury. I was like, oh, I don't care. Not, not <laughs> my bag. I just don't care. Yeah. 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 Sure. I think you could really get swallowed up in that. Yeah. Well, why didn't they help fight Thanos? Well, why didn't this, that, the other, whatever, you know, it's just, yeah. that, that is a game that's not worth spending much time on. Everyone here seen Batman. Yeah. Yes. Everyone enjoy. I mean, I don't want to speak for anyone. I, I, I enjoyed myself. I saw it I twice. It. I love. I keep yeah. oscillating between like, is this my favorite Batman? It's so good. I, I love that watch- a lot. Did this make you want to watch uh, Mitch the animated stuff? Is that what you're? Yeah, I mean, I've watched some it of definitely them. Definitely made we, me want to get back into some I, of those. Yes. I've restarted like Batman Beyond after <laughs> after watching mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to get a sense of like what stuff's in the comics. That's why I went to uh, Long yeah. Halloween because I knew it was like Falcon yeah. and stuff. And, it's good. It's um, good. Yeah, so you get a lot of early Batman lore there. And yeah, like when you watch Batman the Animated Series, I feel like everyone really praises that for like, that gets the tone of Batman, that gets mm. the gothic kind of thing. So yeah. I was like, I wonder how much of that feels essential to me as Batman and how much of that feels like not as essential. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah it was amazing. I think it's number two for me right behind Dark Knight. Because I rewatched it to both to make sure that I was sure. And I mean, just inherently, I think Dark Knight is a movie that impresses me more and that I want to rewatch more. Like the Batman, I was thinking, like, I really like this, but is this one that, like, I'm going to want to, like, pop in the Blu ray player, like, when I'm sitting at home? It's like, if I have to go for one of the two, which one's it going to be? Like, if I'm hanging out with friends, which one would I rather watch? And I was like, even though, like, maybe I like a lot of things that the Batman does more. I just think the dark Knight is more entertaining and like what I'd rather watch. It's an easier watch. I would say it's, it has to do with like ease of watching, you know, the, the Batman is much more of a, um, I don't know, not a slow cooker noir. Yeah. It's a, it's a slow, it's a slow burn. It, (laughs) I think it's more affecting of your, like your mood. It, it can like do some, do some things to, um, I don't know. It it plays. I feel like it plays some mind games. You know, it's definitely it. It definitely put me in a um uh, a solemn state while yeah. I was watching it, and it has some some daggone exciting <laughs> moments in it. Yeah, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it sound like a downer. But yeah, you know, that, I mean that car chase. Like easily, I was on the edge. I was on the edge of my seat. Like yeah, I, I have never seen, seen a vehicle. Yeah turned into a monster the way like the revving and the lights yeah. come just oh the breathing and the, it was almost like it was like a dragon coming to life yeah yeah my fiance leaned over and was like 
my fiance leaned over during that scene and she's like, Zach, you're not breathing. I was like, sorry. <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah. It, I mean, and that, and that's a, that's a great point. There are really, there, there are highs and lows in this movie. I feel like it, it weaves it all pretty well. It's not, it's not a snoozer. I'm, I'm sure no. there's been plenty of people been like, gosh, the movie's long. The movie is this, the movie's that you're getting all the things you love about Batman. I think that's, yeah. it's all, it's all there. Well, know? I guess, I guess let's, let's, get into spoilers here but i even really liked how the movie ended where it made me interested in the future because now i'm thinking like Mm -hmm. well it won't be more the same because i like how it's about you know hey when you use fear to intimidate people like then they use that as as a weapon you know use hope you know like inspire people in that way like that was that was actually really powerful for me and i wasn't expecting that and i thought this is like this is really good and it made me very curious to see what they did, what they do next. And, you know, thinking about Matt Reeves at the helm, it made me start thinking about like, you know, I would love to see his take on like Scarecrow and, mm. and things like that. Like, I'd really be like, whatever he wants to do next, I'm, I'm into it because I, I like all his movies and think he's a really <laughs> talented filmmaker. So, you know, there's just so many things that make me excited. Like, I think one of my, and I wouldn't even call it a criticism, but I wanted to spend a little more time with Andy Serkis's Alfred because I was enjoying him and didn't feel like I got enough. So I'm like, man, do another movie. I'd like to spend more time with him, please. I'd like to, you know, see more, you know, what Pattinson's going to do next as as this character. It like it didn't leave me with a feeling like more of the same, please. It was like, I want to see what the next step is in in this story. Mm. Yeah, I feel like also, you know, we get whenever we get like a Batman origin story, I think about like a show like Gotham, which whatever. And then like, you know, Batman, (laughs) Batman year one, just some of that early stuff. I think a lot of people forget. I mean, have you guys seen Batman Mask of the Phantasm? Oh, yeah. The the whole like gangster side of that, you know, Mm -hmm. put aside the the theatrical villains for a second, the whole gangster element Mm -hmm. to the Batman was so good. So compelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one really dives and I feel like a lot of people maybe don't know, uh, villains like the Joker villains, like the pink, they started out with gangster. They were in gangs. They were in the mob, you know? And mm-hmm. I think really diving in, in a way that, that like, um, was it, uh, the dark Knight does a little bit, but this one, Th- that one dips its toes this one you're neck deep in all the gangster stuff it's great it's great yeah, that yeah. we're seeing some of these other stories that we've never really seen because they're not theatrical they don't feel as batman-y to a lot of people there's no face painting you know cackling laughs i i love the gangster side yeah, yeah i mean i i feel like that a lot of praise has been given to like tone and like you know setting and stuff like that and one of the things i really liked about the batman like there's a focus on bureaucracy <laughs> like mm-hmm. i feel like a little bit in a way that works the politics in a, of gotham in a way and that like it doesn't work in like the prequel star wars movies sure. but it really does work here because <laughs> i mean that is a show that those are movies i did not think we'd be talking yeah. about tonight. <laughs> but i mean it's it's so true like in the nolans even in batman begins like we're we're starting with bale the ninja right like he yeah. we're starting with like the you know league of shadows mm-hmm. and stuff like that with this we're really getting a sense of like the city as a character you know oh, what i mean man. like all yeah. of the oh, institutions man. of the city as players in what gotham is and i really like that yeah yeah the police you know yeah. the, the I, money mm-hmm. the mob yeah 
this was the first time watching a Batman movie for me where I was like, oh, Batman is angry. Like Batman yeah. is an angry well, dude. And he, yeah, yeah, he's dealing with a lot of anger. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the scene where he's like beating up all those guys. I was like, oh, you are like a step away from becoming like the villain. And you see the Riddler. It's like, you guys are almost like <laughs> in lockstep in a lot of these scenes. So that was really compelling. Cause like when they said the Riddler, I was kind of like, uh, um, uh, okay. I, I mean, I get if you want to have him a detective, there's maybe a little more mystery there, but you know, I, I think we say the Riddler and we all think of like Jim Carrey or like guy in a green hat. So I just think that like the recontextualizing of that character was even mm-hmm. like really, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah, there there was something I listened to our original Batman episode that we did a couple couple years ago. Do we ever need another Batman movie? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember really digging my heels in on what Batman is to me or and but but I was selling it as this is who Batman is. And I remember mm-hmm. Batman's this, Batman's that and and Mitch stopped me. You know, like there's been so many iterations of Batman, it's really hard to be like Batman is this. Right. And I think I think probably if I had worded it better, I think what I meant was this is who Batman is to me. This is what I enjoy seeing more. Yeah. But remember, Batman takes so many forms. You know, mm-hmm. there's you know, the kid Bruce, there's like you were talking about the 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 ninja Bruce and the, you know, League of Shadows and all these different sides of Bruce Wayne and of Batman. And there's so many different things, the detective, the brawler, the, you know, just there's so much, so much. I think this movie does the best of, of like dipping, like seeing, seeing a wide range of Bruce man and Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think that's (laughs) Bruce man, Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think we're seeing like the widest range of, of those characters. Mm. Yeah, really good Jim Gordon movie too. I'd really say. good. Jeffrey Wright was great, and yeah. and again, I was like, for me, and Fantastic. I don't feel like he gets talked about enough. But I was like, I feel like Gary Oldman like owns that role, like in my head. Like when you say close your eyes and think of Gordon, it's his Gordon. And I think for Wright to come in and just he was a great pick. I mean, uh, yeah. th- that was genius casting. Absolutely. Genius casting. Yeah. And and again, Man. even even Circus as Alfred, like <laughs> different than what I was expecting, maybe, but really liked it. Yeah, you know the the one thing I did like about Gotham was the Alfred, um, the show, from the TV I show. Didn't get that far into it. I got I got as far as too much of a bruiser to me. (laughs) Okay. So maybe that's, so maybe that's true. I think I, maybe that's what Brandon likes. I did like it a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I, it felt, he felt similar. Andy circus felt similar to that. Alfred. Sure. There's a military background to Alfred. that Isn't usually explored. Well, he's quite a bit older. Usually he's quite a bit more just a very butlery and bringing food and, I don't know. I guess it depends on what movie we're watching and but. what version of Alfred you're like plugging into. But I mean, in some yeah. versions, he has like intelligence background, right? Like, so yeah. he's which incredibly I love. Gifted. I love a layered Alfred. Yeah. I love more than bringing coffee and cleaning the bat suit and stuff like that. I love yes. a very involved Alfred. Yeah, I yeah. think I think we're getting that here. You know, I yeah. think we're getting sure, some of yeah. that circus. I feel like is the good blend of it where he's Gotham a, is a little bit a more pick. of a like 
Oh, I must show you how to beat someone's butt. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, okay. it was it was more ham handed. This yeah. this is what Gotham should have it should have been the Andy Circus version. Five years in the future. Oof. What are superhero movies doing? They're they're still around, to be clear. Yeah, they me. are. Yeah. Here's something that I've been that I've been thinking about quite a bit. I think with all of these superhero movies, there's a real desire for fans and critics to get into a hyperbole off where it's like we're crowning like this is the best movie ever made. Like, this is the greatest Batman movie ever made. This is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. This is the best Marvel movie ever. I think that people really, like, get a rush from saying that. And I've said it, too. Like, I'm not, you know, trying to put anybody down. But I think that these movies maybe don't have the same amount of staying power because, like, every movie that's coming out is like, well, this is the best ever and this is the best ever. So kind of like why we started the show in the first place is to be like hey like movies can be good <laughs> like you know not everything has to be like yep. and this show which we have now crowned and we hail as like as the this and the that and the other thing i but i mean i guess that that's the culture of the internet but i i mean i do think that it's maybe cutting into our enjoyment of films like in the long run maybe but i don't know we're also getting a lot of content now where it's like, I don't have time to go rewatch all these old movies because there's all these new ones and all these new TV shows that I have to keep up with coming out. So I think we're just saturated with content and we all want to declare it as like the best or the worst. So it's kind of hard for anything to have much staying power. I think one thing I'm ready for, and, and this is one way Marvel changed us and <laughs> screwed us up a little bit, is... Everything, all of their movies fit together perfectly. Um, things like the post credit scenes, mm. uh, just lots of things that they, um, it's just, we've got all this muscle memory now. Yeah. So, and, and moving forward, I think what we're going to see, and in five years, I think what we're going to see is like a return to a pre MCU world where we would get a superhero movie every now and then. But not everything, and this is where this is where DC has a leg up already. Not mm. everything has to fit together. That doesn't matter at all. I think I am. I got so fixated on well, how does this fit perfectly into the <laughs> template, the mold? How does it, you know, not disrupt anything? And that's not the that's not what I should be focusing on. I should be, you know, watching a movie for what it is, judging it on its own merits, not how it kind of fit. Because those, you know, we had a lot of we got a lot of movies that didn't end up being real complete movies because they were filler movies. They just kind of bri or bridge movies, I guess is a better way to put them. <laughs> yeah. They would just be bridging two other movies together. Um, DC has a as a unique um, possibility or uh, there's a potential here. To really thrive in this post endgame world where they they never could get both shoes on at the same time. You know, this whole time, the Justice League era, that it never really worked, which is yeah. fine. It doesn't yeah. need to work for them. Do keep doing this. Yes. You know, keep doing this. We get a Batman movie every so often. Pick another character. It's a standalone movie. Just do just do that. Not everything has to fit together. Don't Marvel again marvel screwed us up we need to be it's time it's time to get away from that 
universe building model. I was gotcha. watching an old uh, Batman <laughs> uh, clip the other day where it's um, when the Justice League uh, found found out he has like a file on how to like kill oh, all the of them. Right? Yeah. Is it is it Doom? Uh, I can't remember what it's a, it was. That's it a, was. It is it's a great one. Yeah, and. <laughs> And, but Batman says in it is like, if you don't understand why yes. this is necessary, I don't belong on this team. And I was watching it and I said to myself, yeah, Batman, you're more interesting when you're not on the Justice League anyway. Just go do yeah. Batman stuff. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't, I mean, I like Justice League and I liked the show growing up, but like, I don't need that as much as Mm-mm. like the individual stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm imagining a movie where Robert Pattinson, Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, uh, Ezra Miller and like someone else are all going to fight like jo- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Man, that sounds like the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. I mean, and and I was, I was thankful that um, Zack Snyder got to Do have thing. the last yeah. say on some of that stuff. I thought he yeah. he did salvage he did salvage that to it some degree. It was quite a bit better. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was quite a bit better. I'm just ready for, and no, I'm not ready for Schumacher's Batman. It was Schumacher, right? That that mm-hmm. took a dump in the '90s, right? Hey, hey, you know what? Yeah. I was even, I was even thinking about those movies, and I, you know, again, Batman yeah, and Robin like, opened with a shot of like the bat butt and the bat crotch and the bat <laughs> nipples. So if you, I want to say something. If you kept watching, you knew what you were getting. Yeah, I, I think yeah. my, po- I think my I point is. I'm ready for like, you know, even though it wasn't great, Schumacher did his thing. Yeah. Then Nolan did his thing. I'm yeah. I'm kind of ready for that, you know, and even if yeah. we're always going to be getting Batman stuff. Batman is one of the It won't go away. No. No, no. Batman is around forever, so buckle up. Well, but, you know, I'm I am ready for just those different art auteurs, sorry, my pronunciation to kind of just do their just do their thing. I think what we're all saying is bat nipples. We want more bat nipples. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Well, well, here's something else that I want to throw. The rubber I'm, suits. I'm really Sorry, interested. I'm really interested to see what, what both of you are going to say. The post credit scene in, in Shang-Chi where um, Captain Marvel and like the Hulk showed up. It, everyone like in my theater was just kind of like, oh, like, okay, like whatever. And I, I don't I feel, even remember it. I'm going to be honest. Neither do I. Sure. You're saying it. I'm, this is my first. Keep going, though. Yeah, no. Well, so I feel like the most exciting thing for people about, like, with Multiverse of Madness is they're like, did you see Patrick Stewart? Is like, they're going to bring in the X-Men in this one. So there's a big thing of, like, we're bringing back all the old stuff that you loved. And it's like, hey, maybe, like you're saying, Brandon, let's clean the table and, you know, set the table for something new. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. Marvel's also trying to find their identity in a post endgame world. Mm-hmm. And you saying that, that's the first I've heard about anything with X-Men popping up, but that that oh. just telegraphs to me, okay, we are going to bring me. back the we're yeah. doing the nostalgia game now mm-hmm. because Spider-Man did so. I think that is a bad idea. That let me yeah. let me. I I don't think that's going to work because it it worked once and it was awesome. I don't think I just don't feel like it's going to work again. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the studio head, it's I mean, I would almost feel stupid to not at least try it. You know, sure. like because look at the look at the smash that No Way Home was like financially. 
So, you know, but I this feel is like, how we well, get paint by numbers movies where it's like, mm-hmm. that works. Yeah. I'm not Let's saying it it's again. right. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it's right at all. Like I'm, I'm totally agreeing. If I'm the studio head, like, man, like I guess the audiences really do want to see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine squaring off with well, Dr. Strange. <laughs> I will say growing up, X-Men was my favorite group of superheroes. Yeah. Uh, the comics, the show, they were my favorite. I mean, Batman was there too, but X-Men was always the one that I was really like involved with. So kind of after we got the the Hugh Jackman stuff, and there were some good movies in there. Um, Days of Future Past I liked, and there was there was some good stuff. Um, not great though. So one yeah, thing sure. I could be one thing you one way in which you could really get me involved in Marvel again is let's see what hey Disney, let's see what you can do with X-Men. Maybe, maybe give the Avengers a break. And let's see what Ooh. you could do over here, because that's that's a that's pretty fresh. We haven't gotten anything really, Huge you know, stable of characters. You can yeah, get a decade like I, of movies think, out of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think this is this is a this is a post end game world for Marvel that is doable and with fans already built in. I'm I'm kind of I, I feel phase one, two, three, whatever the MCU, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. We did get Marvel fatigue. Everyone can say that. I don't think it's out of line to say that. But I mean, they're even throwing it in like their their marketing now was the audience (laughs) reaction in Endgame. It was like for so many people, I think there was that like that deep breath when all of the heroes that you loved showed up. There's that like, oh, it was worth it. Like, oh, it is it is paying off. And like you're making a good point, Brandon. Like if you're gonna ask, I don't know that I could do it again, though. Is if, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, if you're asking everybody to get back on the train to have that happen again, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you know, like uh, I recently here's a good anal- analogy. I think I went to an escape room with my brother-in-law recently, and it was like so much fun, and it was so much fun that we ended up doing all like three different escape rooms there. And while it was a great time, I was like, yeah, but I've already done them all. Fun. I'm yeah. not gonna go back. Like yeah. I'm never gonna. I had so much fun. This was a great time. I'm never going to go back because I know I know what I'm going to get, you know, and it's not that feeling of the end of like succeeding isn't going to be worth it in the same way. Yeah. I think that's where Marvel's at, right? Where Marvel fans are at right now, maybe. Mm-hmm. Give me something new. DC yeah. has an opportunity here. I really believe that. I think mm-hmm. that I think there is a especially with the Batman. It was so good. This is yeah. this seems new to me. It feels new, even though it's maybe not new. Maybe there wasn't too. We didn't reinvent the wheel here. I think it was, it feels, it has a newness about it. Yeah. It feels something, you know, something new about it. Um, it I don't took know. something familiar like the Riddler and gave uh-huh. a completely new version of it, right? Yeah. Do that for other properties. Well, fellas. Any closing thoughts? As much as I love the DC movies and everything like that, I, I do feel like, from the bottom of my little heart, can we just stop trying to build universes and things like that? Maybe maybe one really good superhero movie. And I get it that things come in waves for a long time. It was westerns. For a long time, it was sci-fi movies. It was like the action movies of the 80s. I get that things have their time. I think maybe superhero movies as being the main thing that we go in for is kind of run its course and you know what I'm I'm ready to see for I'm ready to see what's next. So, you know, personally I would like to jump off this lily pad 
on on to the next one and see what kind of new wave of of movies that we're gonna get because like it's exhausting like honestly with this multi multiverse of madness like i know that people are saying that they're excited but i'm like gosh does this mean i have to go watch all those shows on disney plus and like to me it's it's not like exciting or fun and you know i'm i am ready we know um cyrano uh, the Oof. movie is coming out, right? It's and, out. It's <laughs> out. It's out. What With music by the National. And um, <laughs> I would like the next decade to be the um, era of period piece musicals. Lord Almighty. That's Real talk. If, my time here. If, if the movie musical is coming back, I'm into that. There is a crowd for that. No, I want specifically period piece <laughs> musical. With music written by the National. My The only thing I would say is we got lucky. We... we we got to live the Marvel MCU. It, yeah. it was it was exciting. It really was. It was it was really fun to go see the new Marvel movie. You know, again, not all of them were good, but it was really fun, especially some of those big ones. Yeah. I think we got lucky. I, I would say, you know, it would be nice if the next generation got something else and maybe I could tag along as, uh, you know, with my son or whoever yeah. yeah maybe i could do that and that would be fun but i think we need a little bit of an extended breath here before we get really rolling into like a, a big universe builder so i think i think now i think we could see some like some more artful pieces and um you know explore some new characters i don't know again batman's always going to be there and he's always going to be really everything i need as far as superhero go superheroes go so i don't know we'll see well brennan don't worry you will get to take your kids to see the musical adaptation of little women in 20 oh i thought you were gonna say the the music they were the bringing the spider-man are they bringing the spider-man musical back i heard i heard who knows uh i would be there day one <laughs> 